With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Timmy. Chad. Did you work on your voice exercises today, like I told you? Uh, yeah, that's all I've been doing all day. <laughs> In clinic, I'd be talking to someone, just la, 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 la. <laughs> it's been a little while, so you got dust off the pipes. I've just been making sure my mic works, you know, not falsely deepening my voice <laughs> oh, like I had is, in the past. This could be a problem for this episode. <laughs> so, Timmy, season one, your very standard 134 episode season one, spanning two years. Yes, sir. Um, Interestingly, you know, my mind immediately goes to what is one in 134, like pack odds. <laughs> and you know what it brought me? My most hated sport, baseball. Oh. Tops 2022. You know what popped up? What's A that? Wander green foil board. Retail version, one in 134 packs. Who would have thought? Really? I don't want to say that's going to have to be like our Easter egg for season two, but baseball is just not my jam. No, it really isn't. All right. Well, Timmy, it's a little ironic that you and I are here today, and I want to tell a little story to set the scene why we weren't the most likely duo to end up. Uh, You are our storyteller, so (laughs) go for it. Okay, I'm going to keep it brief. May of 2021. Okay. First trip for my household outside of the COVID pandemic, Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Steakhouse, dimly lit, intimate scene. Uh Uh-huh. We're in the back, plates are clinking. Okay. Had a cocktail or two. Yeah. The missus was there. Esquire was there with his missus. Okay. That's the official term now. (laughs) And we get to having a conversation about the show, about season one of the show. You had joined, you'd been a part of it. And to be honest, I I start talking. I say, you know, Tim, he's, I feel like he's there to troll me. And you know, my conspiracy (laughs) mind gets going and rambling. This guy is here to infuriate me and drive me off the show. That's my sole purpose (laughs) in life is just, just to piss you off. And I've been known to hold a grudge and I may have wished, Wished of your demise at that moment. <laughs> that's that's pretty cold. Now here's the thing: I can hold a grudge. I can be a little, a little bit on the conspiracy side. But Tim, I'm a loyal guy. This is true. Yep, you are. And you have come a long way since your razzin days, your gambling days, your black market card days. I still don't know how you got into some of those Facebook groups. And I, <laughs> frankly, I don't want to know. <laughs> Most people should never know. <laughs> But Tim, you had not heard that story before, and I thought that I should just clear the air before we start season two. Well, okay. I'm well, a loyal guy. You're I a dedicated that. guy. And so, uh, so here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Who knew? Ready to go? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. There's an Adam. Oh, it's a one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> 
call for a doctor? Well, always entertaining, accidentally informative. We are bringing nostalgia and camaraderie to the hobby. That's Tim. I'm Chad. This is Pack to the Future podcast. Tim, we've got a pretty darn exciting show for these guys today. It's the start of a new year. New year, new goals, perhaps. Maybe catch people up a little bit on what we've been up to over the past four months. Yeah. And uh, we've got some good, good hobby-related content with a little bit of entertainment, I think, along the way. That's always the goal. <laughs> so, Tim, I think the biggest thing that people have asked is not only about Esquire, but they also want to know what have we been up to over the past three or four months. And I thought, what a fabulous way, before we get into our main segment of hobby goals and talking about our card pyramids for this year, yeah. Why don't we catch people up a little bit on what we've been doing? Yeah. So uh, you said you were in Vegas, right? You know, back in May 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was definitely part of my gambling heyday, I believe, right? So You had some good runs. Yeah. Good runs. Yeah. Maybe if you keep listening, you'll get to hear some of those stories again if you're not familiar with them. But, Timmy's uh, Tales from the Crypt. Go check it out. Yeah. You will never look at Tim the same. <laughs> <laughs> or Vegas the same. Either, no, or really. Vegas the same. <laughs> No, but uh, I've been in a bit of a gambling detox uh, NFL season, one of the most profitable seasons for uh, bookies and uh, the sports books worldwide. But uh, for good reason, Um, you know, I got a little tilted there. So I've been in gambling detox and uh, that's felt good. You had such a good run during the start of the NFL season. And during our Thanksgiving episode, one of the directions that we were going to go was to talk about some of the bets that you made. I had written down a list every time you would text them to me. I had pages full of the most insane prop bets that I had ever heard of in my life. (laughs) And you were hitting on them for a period of time. And then like all things do, I think it takes a little bit of a turn. It does. Yeah. I mean, I was pushing it pretty hard. When you're uh, throwing around a couple grand on uh, player prop bets on any (laughs) given night, that's probably a little too much. And Tim, that's what happens when you don't have the stability of the Pack to the Future podcast to fall back on to keep you in line. No, exactly. I mean, somebody had to hold me accountable and there was nobody holding me accountable. I am my own worst enemy, that's for sure. That's true. But um, on the flip side of that, you know, I've been realizing that, um, you know, spending time in sports bars and eating tacos are far better than eating brunch. What? Yeah. (laughs) Hold on, what? (laughs) This was not in the pre-show notes here, Timmy. (laughs) Okay, so one of the things I left out in the pre-show kind of character development of Mr. Tim here, you are a bruncher. I am. And we almost went fisticuffs in Las Vegas in a separate (laughs) Las Vegas episode about brunch. Yeah. Uh, that we, I don't know that we should really bring that up again, but, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noted. No, but, uh, brunch, brunch was my thing. And, um, you know, uh, a, a certain someone, I think last season, um, you know, we had a pretty good brunch and I thought things were going somewhere maybe and, uh, got friend zoned instead. Ugh. Yep. Devastating. Yeah. I'm over it, but, um, there's a new lady in my life. Oh, Oh, you're going to announce that? Oh, <laughs> it's official, man. <laughs> you are your own worst enemy, Tim. I am my own worst enemy. Uh, you're, it's you're fine. You're going right it's for fine. it. Yeah, no, but uh, our first date was at a sports bar. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, instead of like a really uh, chintzy, girly, uh, pink, neon sign, Instagram-worthy brunch place. Yeah, you say that like it's girly, but you would be the one who brings that up. You <laughs> would be the person who instigates that, <laughs> not not the lady in the life. Am I wrong about uh, that? No, you're... You're correct. Who chose the sports bar, Tim? 
Uh, she did. Uh-huh. She did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a nice turn of events for don't, somebody who does not like sports, though. So I struck out on that one. Don't screw this up, Tim. I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> I am very good at self-destruction. Wow, you just blew people's minds about the brunch. Did I? Yeah, you did. That what, was your staple. No, that was just your staple towards the end of season one. Oh, You're well, a bruncher. It's time for a new Tim. People evolve. All right. I 2023, like it. baby. It's my year. All right. I like it. Yeah. And so speaking of which, so back to the hobby, um, I've been weaning myself off of, um, you know, keeping with the theme of detox. I've been weaning myself off of PSA 10s. Oh, cool. um, oh. As you've seen, there's a nice pile of cards in front of me that are all PSA 9s. I do see this. Yep. So uh, we'll talk about it later, but, um, you know. When I showed on our Instagram page a reel of a couple PSA 9s that I'd acquired over winter break, one of the comments on Instagram was along the lines of, nice steaming pile of crap. <laughs> I did see that. I saw <laughs> that. Um, which I promptly deleted because, uh, you know, <laughs> recognizing a troll as a troll, um, that kind of irked me. Our Instagram page is good for those type of comments. At Back to the Future Podcast. <laughs> Why not? Always entertaining. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think uh, just with the market downturn, um, PSA 10s are more affordable, but PSA 9s are dirt cheap. So big fan. Big, I like fan. it. I like it. And like you said, you hinted at the reason why, which we'll get into when you do your pyramid. But yeah. I really like it, Tim. I like yep. the change in mindset because it has evolved you. And one thing you left off here into a collector. Yeah. You are becoming a collector. Whether you want to admit it or not, um, no. it's there. It's and there. I the, really like the it. The itch is there. I really like the that. Itch about is real. You. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, man. What have you been up to? Well, <laughs> yours, yours seem like very, very focused. I, I like that. Um, a potpourri of things. Okay. Um, first of all, I think we all recall my encounter with Aiden at the Dallas Card Show last year. If you don't remember Aiden, go check out our episode. <laughs> um, what did we say he was? Eight years old? Nine, eight, nine or eight. So he's about my height, about my build, um, 30 years (laughs) younger. And he hustled me out of one of the greatest robberies in sports card trade history. Oh man. He just straight up got you. And it is not a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen, that our show ended promptly after that. (laughs) He (laughs) He drove me straight out of the hobby. (laughs) He just, he wrecked it. I can't show my face again, which is why we stay on podcast form. Exactly. I mean, Dallas, you know, it's just, uh, it's going to have some memories for you. (laughs) (laughs) Now Dallas. Okay. One other little quick anecdote. Okay. Tim goes to Dallas out of one of the out of season one. That was our first card show event. Yeah, and you happen to go live from someone ripping a box of basketball cards from what appeared to be a strip club. <laughs> it was not a strip club. <laughs> the next morning, it was a sports bar. From our bar. Instagram account, it was a sports Tim, bar. Come on, and my mom texts me the next morning. <sighs> Saw your Instagram live. Hope you are having fun. <laughs> it's like, mom, I live a, a block away from you. <laughs> you know, I'm not at a strip club in Dallas. But anyway, I digress. Knockout sports bar. It's a fantastic joint. Okay, so Aiden drove me right out of the hobby. Dabbled in ghost hunting for a bit. That's still fun, but we're going to bring it back into this hobby. Okay. Now, really, the main reason that we're back is Chaz, the sports card influencer of the show, mm-hmm. um, really was motivated by C-Blaz. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> How's that? His, if you see him on social media, um, his intense training regimen, like he'll do five sit-ups in a day. Five. Ooh. And I think last week he did five, five push-ups. Five push-ups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Threw himself a dance party in the middle of a wedding without a shirt on. Oh, I, saw I mean, that. that is straight Chaz material. He did fist bump Steve Aoki, though. I, I, again, yeah. that, I mean, that, yeah. that is solid. Okay. Um, so really, Chaz has been motivated, pushing me to come back and, and do the show. So 
that's kind of why we're here. Um, mixed right. in some healthcare reform, mixed in some work. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in leading us into our next segment, mm-hmm. for the second straight year, I did a dry January. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Yeah, miserably. <laughs> January is the worst month out of the year. Like, frankly, it's 31 days of Monday. It is <laughs> the absolute worst. We live in Salt Lake City. It is just freezing cold here. The air quality is awful, and yeah. there is nothing to do. Hmm. And to be clear, dry January, as everyone here knows, is not buying sports cards for the month of January. Oh, clearly. Right. That's what you were referencing. Uh, yes. Right. And yep. Yep. Try to do that mm-hmm. during the month of January. Not fun. No. Why is that? And not possible because not I possible. want to enjoy the, the hobby by buying myself more cards. <laughs> that is generally how that goes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really. I'm getting the hang of that too, but you know. So that lasted 18 days. What was the over under on that one? <laughs> My wife gave it like five or 10 days. Five. Wow. That's I fierce. Know. I told her it was going to be three. So she believes wow. in me. So I appreciate it, honey. Mrs. Doc. Wow. Um, so the dry January. I do not recommend it for anyone. Don't attempt it next year. Just go wild in January. Not fun at all. No, not at all. But I will say this, that the card that ended dry January came through eBay. Uh-huh. It arrived today. So I'll be oh, presenting that here okay. in the latter half of the show. I'm excited to see that. Yep. So uh, before we move on to that, Tim, I think that about sums me up. Is there anything I missed? No, that sounds about right. I don't think that, you know, there's any big points that you missed there. So You became a collector, gambling detoxed, you got yourself some PSA 9s. I was full of still holding a grudge, rage, and failing at my goals. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, that's, that sounds about right. Well, yeah. Timmy, before we move on to the segment of setting goals in our card pyramid for 2023, I mentioned mm-hmm. eBay is where my dry January ended. Yeah, so how'd that go? Uh, well, eBay is too convenient. I mean, it's there in your app. Everyone knows about it. Every card known to man, you're going to find it there. Yeah. It's a click away. We all love we all love buying cards through there. Yep. But here's what I want to tell you about. Not to go buy eBay. Everyone knows that. But what we want you to do before you go shop at eBay, go to our website, mm-hmm. pttfpodcast.com. I think I got that right. Yeah. No, unlike one of our other hosts. We got our fast check fact checker here, and they are giving me the nod of approval, and I got that right, which I'm happy about. It's been four months. pttfpodcast.com. Exactly. Go on to our affiliate links. We've got a whole host of discounts for you, sports card related, but one of which is a link to our affiliate website, through eBay. Mm-hmm. Do your shopping as usual, and our show gets a small little cut in the process. Mm-hmm. I stole that from Wax Museum Podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> but go ahead and check that out. It gives us a little little nod of approval over to the show, and I tell you what, you buy a card through there, on that same website, leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you got, and, uh, and we'll play it on the next show. Those are fun. Yeah. We really appreciate those ones. So anyway, guys, that is eBay. Mm-hmm. Sound good? Yep. Costs you nothing. Makes us something. That's good. That's good. You put that, that on good? a shirt? Yeah, I think so. Put that on the wall back here. I like that too. <laughs> All right, guys. So the main portion of the show today, we do think it's important to talk about goals. Now, here's the trick. Everyone else that you've listened to set their goals the first week of January. Mm-hmm. Do we come back the first week of January? Uh-uh. Nope. Why? Because we knew everyone else was doing it. So we waited three weeks. Perfect. Yep. And now we're bringing you goals. Exactly. Got to I mean, keep you thinking. You uh, can't fail in the first week of January if you don't put it off. Or, I mean, if you put it off until later. <laughs> you can't fail at a statement unless you stumble through it halfway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something like that. I think I failed at that fail. Anyway, so guys, we discussed last year our PC pyramid. Um, now, if you're not familiar with the PC pyramid, we talked about this in one of our episodes in season one, the very abbreviated season one, um, with at Connell underscore collection. Yeah, And he essentially told us that he set up this PC pyramid in order to guide his buying. You know, it's easy, Tim, to get lost 
in browsing, not really knowing what you want to buy. Um, if you're like me, you see something shiny and flashy and you veer right off the road to, to crash into the card store and go get it. Yep. Um, and so setting this up can really help dictate what you do for the hobby. And we did this last year uh-huh. and it was a fun activity. Yeah. But I think both of our pyramids have drastically changed. I would say so. Yeah, I mean, you remember last year I had like one tier to my pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, that worked out well. And it's interesting. Like we didn't purposefully <laughs> set <laughs> And if you don't believe that for Tim, please <laughs> rewind to the beginning of segment one and listen to what he's been up to over the past four months. <laughs> but, uh, you know, setting these goals, we did not intend to like blow up our pyramids. It just kind of naturally happened. And as we put them in the show notes, yeah, I can see yours is different. And I think you can see mine is Pretty drastically different too. Yeah, refined. I like refined. I like refined. That, yeah. that sounds yeah. good. That sounds sounds better. like a wine. Speaking of which, why? I guess that was just a Thanksgiving show. Oh uh, no, that shouldn't have been. Yeah. Well, we still had to shake off the dust. Okay. Yeah. So the PC pyramid is totally up to you how you want to how you want to form it. It does not have to have a certain number of players. It doesn't have to be players. It could be sets. It doesn't have to have a certain number of levels. It doesn't have to have a certain allocation of dollar amount of what you're going to spend for each level. Right. There's a lot of different ways to approach it, right? Like you said, um, you can arrange your tiers in order of like monetary value or like personal preference. And I feel like in your case, it's more like what you actually want to collect in order of priority, right? It it yep. has been, yes. Yep. And there's going to be a little bit of a lesson to mind that um, I'm going to let people kind of learn from my failures and, oh. and why not? So yeah, put it all out there, right? I mean, because there's lessons to be learned from other people's collecting woes, and uh, I will have plenty of those failures. Yeah, we are certainly two good people <laughs> to learn from in that regard. So, anything else we should talk about for the pyramid before I jump in? I think that recaps it pretty well, right? I, I mean, the concept yeah. is readily graspable. I feel like I think so too. Yeah. So for my pyramid, it did. Oh wow. That had like five extra syllables to it, which was nice. I'm going to start at the very <laughs> bottom, which is the lowest tier of card that I'm going to look for. Okay. And for me, there's a few different things that fit on there. Okay. Interesting ones and definitely a change. I have loved, and I have not been shy about sharing this, WWE Galactic cards. I am not traditionally like a non-sport collector. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit odd that this one jumps out first, but I love the look of those cards. They are very affordable. We ripped a case of Revolution, which is where these Galactics come from. Um, we had a blast doing it. We didn't hit anything worthwhile, but... No, but it was fun. It, it was fun. Yeah. And so some of the legends of wrestling, you know, the guys that I grew up watching and, and loving, um, those are going to be on the bottom part of my pyramid. So just a few of them that I'm looking for. The second part of the base. Okay. Tim, this one should strike interest for you. How's that? A ticket stub. And I want to collect a set of ticket stubs from the 1998 NBA Finals. Oh. It's been well documented. I was at that series uh, with my father yeah. for the Jazz Games here yep. in Utah, um, including the final shot last year. We found the ticket stub to game six. That was amazing. Graded it. Got a PSA 7. There's yeah. only just a handful, less than 10, that are graded above that. I mean, and I decided robbed, to yeah, keep... So. I kept that one. You did. You were thinking about selling it. It was in the envelope to go to PWCC. Oh, wow. And, you know, I think one of our hobby friends, I think Kyle from Wax Museum reached out and he's like, you know, I'm a, I would keep it because you're never going to see it again. No. And I think that's one of the crucial lessons here. Yep. If you ever yep. have something that you will absolutely be certain because of rarity that you will never see again, really think twice if that's the thing that you need to sell. Rarity matters, right? I mean, I think uh, the uniqueness to any collection, um, that's got to be part of it. It, it does. And... Oddly enough, I went into the PSA set registry website. Yeah. How'd that go? Um, 
really it was encouraged by you, which you'll talk about. Yeah. There is a set registry for the 1998 NBA Finals. No kidding. I already have two of the tickets. Wow. And I think I have the most difficult one to get, game six. I have to it, imagine that's And one the of the highest grades. So right. I want to build that set. There you go. Why not? Have you been trying to look? I've looked a little bit. It is on my eBay searches. Okay. Um, also, I've narrowed down all of my eBay searches to just my pyramid. Oh. Another fun thing, people go on to eBay. You can save your searches, of course. Most yeah. of us know that. But if you're new to the hobby, that's kind of a new fun way to look at that. Huh. Set your pyramid. Just set your search to your pyramid. That way you don't wander off into the weeds. Wait a second. So I know that I believe you have your notifications on, on your uh, your. Apple Watch, right? During the day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, how, how's that go in the middle of a patient exam when one of your uh, trusted cards uh, or desired cards or <laughs> desired ticket stubs decides to pop up? Oh, can people hear the redness in my face through this <laughs> microphone? Um, because of an incident that I will never disclose on a podcast, I turned off all notifications about what's being shipped to my house, especially when I'm seeing patients during the day. Uh, and that patient will never come back and see me again, I'm sure, because of how awkward <laughs> that was. <laughs> so thanks for reminding me of that, Tim. Things were vibrating where they shouldn't have been. So. <laughs> well, no, that's why I needed an order to the house. So. <laughs> the second layer of the pyramid, and this is a change uh, from previous. All right. I yeah. am going with solidified stars, not rookies, not current players who have the chance of getting injured. Okay, right. John Elway, Terrell Davis, Walt Disney. Well... <laughs> I well, have been a Disney guy. Okay. You have. I'm but, always, yep. always okay. going to be a Disney guy. I love Disneyland. It's my happy place. It, I love everything about it. This is true. I mean, that's authentic to you, right? It, so, it is. Yep. And I don't know that there are many other Walt Disney cards that I don't have. Those early tobacco cards from the 1930s. If you have not seen them, go check them out. The 1931 WD Wills. Yeah. I mean, it's Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. That's just such a good looking it, card. It's a beautiful card. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. You'll you'll want to jump on that bandwagon too. But the reason I'll talk about Elway and Terrell Davis, and this kind of sets the tone for the rest of mine as well. Traditionally, I had been a current active player collector, and I have been burned on that so many times by trade, by injury, and by poor performance. Ugh. I mean, the accountability falls on myself, but the heartbreak that goes along with that it's is bad. so tough. And when a player that you love so gets bad. traded the agony that you go through of thinking, okay, why am I collecting this guy? And do I still want to collect him? Mm -hmm. Especially when there's thousands of dollars or, you know, if it's tens of dollars, whatever it is, it is just agony. It's bad. So I, mean, I figure let's go with someone where that record's not going to be tarnished. Exactly. I mean, uh, you've, for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, what, like you're talking about like Drew Locke, right? <laughs> <sighs> yes. Drew Locke season one. I was wearing a Drew Locke jersey this season. Hey, I Peyton. got my Peyton Manning jersey on, which okay. we'll talk about him in just a second. So nice. Drew Locke, Jerry Judy. I was a Rudy <laughs> Gobert collector. I mean, what other failures do you want? Uh, no, that, that sums it up. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, next on my list, I'll go quickly through the next few. Donovan Mitchell, he's been my number one PC for quite some time. Um, he's still going to be there. I went through that agony of trying to figure that out. And one new pickup that I did get that I want to highlight Sure. Here, Tim, and I have not showed you this card. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, this is a card that I had never seen before. It's a 2017. I'm very much an insert guy. Let me pause. I love inserts, hence the pack odds at the beginning of the show. Yep. Love the insert. 2017 Prism, Luck of the Lottery, insert, gold, oh, Donovan wow. Mitchell. Check this out. Number four of 10. And for me, these gold ones for Donovan Mitchell, 
I love the number four. I mean, Jersey number 45, to me, it's kind of like that weird eBay 101 if you want to subscribe to that. But number four out of 10 has always been my jam. Donovan Mitchell staying on there. I'll certainly make sure this gets posted if I haven't posted it already on Instagram. So Donovan Mitchell is on that next tier. Denver Broncos retired player patches also fits into there. And that was at the recommendation of Boston Steve. Yeah. Game worn, retired player patches. They're not going to break my heart. They're not going to get hurt. They're not going to go screw something up for the team. It's safe. Yeah. I like that. 90s inserts are next. I want to have, or I want to ask our friend Jake Roy at 90s B-Ball Cards. If you have not seen his YouTube channel, go check it out. It is fantastic. I want to ask him onto the show in the future to help him guide me in some 90s inserts. I'm a 90s era's kid. I love those inserts, but I have not collected them. He knows so much about 90s basketball. I mean, it's a very appropriate Instagram handle oh. for all sorts of reasons. His YouTube channel is just incredible. I mm. throw on the treadmill on my longer runs and I just watch all of his shows one after another. Yeah. But Timmy, the top of the pyramid... Yeah, yeah. Lots of lessons here. Just to recap a few. No active players. No one that's going to tank in value because they're going to be traded or because they get injured. Um, I'm looking for stability and also someone that I was able to watch um, growing up, and that's Peyton Manning. I think that's a very, (laughs) a very, a very, (laughs) a really uh, great choice. So I want to be a little bit more safe. And you know what? Right before season one ended, I picked up this card. I believe I've shown it to you. My highlight Peyton Manning card right now is a 2013 Select. First year of Select. Gold Prism. Oh, my goodness. That one pops. Whoa. That gold from the Select years. If you haven't seen it before, I think most people have. But if you're not familiar with Select, you know, one of the shinier cards out there. Um, The Gold Prisms are very difficult to get. They're numbered to 10. They are rare. This one really pops. I love the look of this card as well. It's just Peyton that stands out. He's in that beautiful Broncos orange. It's a jersey number if you add 8 out of 10 plus, you know, so 8 plus 10. That's what I'm talking about, Timmy. I like where your head's at. Yep, yep, yep. I like where your head's at. So, (laughs) Tim, that's my pyramid. That's a solid pyramid, man. I mean, I like the variety too, you know. I mean, uh, I noticed there's no baseball though. Well, we we have the card (laughs) of season two. I thought that was enough for our baseball <laughs> listeners out there. Just at a least, little. At least for the first tease. episode until you break me down a little bit. All right. Well, you know, I haven't gone full troll mode yet. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I will not be re-wishing your death <laughs> because of it. I appreciate that too. All right, Tim, your pyramid. My pyramid. Um, it's an actual pyramid this time. So uh, bottom tier. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with collecting Hall of Famers. And uh, unlike you, I do appreciate baseball Hall of Famers. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so baseball and basketball, I think, are kind of the two sports that I could say, you know, yeah, if I stumble across a good Hall of Fame auto or a Hall of Fame player card, um, it'd be really hard to not pick that up and add it to the collection. And that doesn't surprise me. When you have been in collect mode, those have been the two sports that you've gravitated towards. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. So, you know, once upon a time, having like a Babe Ruth cut auto, right? Oh, damn, I forgot <laughs> about that. You know, just out of three, no big deal. Uh, BGS 9.5. Uh, <laughs> Last sale, about 18,000. Did you, did you razz that one? Tell me you razzed it. Yeah, that was... Oh, <laughs> oh please, 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 <laughs> please. If the person who was out there who won this cut auto in the Raz, please reach out to us. I would love to have you uh, on to interview Tim. No, I, th- <laughs> I think that disappeared into a safe in a security deposit box oh, somewhere. Yeah. But someone won it, and I just would love to ask them a few uh, questions. Yeah, but alas, oh, there sorry, will be Tim. others. There will be. There will be. That's right. Here's to 2022. Uh, okay, so the next tier, um, tier four, Blackhawks, Goats. Um, grew up in Chicago. 
uh, watched a lot of Blackhawks hockey. Um, I had this one, like, uh, I don't remember if I got it at school or something, but there were, like, rewards points or something that I traded in for, like, this really janky battery-powered um, radio. And huh. uh, my parents did not like me staying up too late, so I never got to really watch them. Um, I'd have this uh, <laughs> this radio buried under my pillow. And really? I'd have the volume turned up and I'd be listening to like the sports talk radio and uh, the sports broadcast of the Blackhawks. Okay, number one, that's really cool. Yeah. Number two, did you grow up in the 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> Had like one of those little stretch antennas and everything. That is cool. Yeah. So, I like that a lot. Uh, brings back memories. So specifically, I remember, you know, like Ed Belfour, or Chris Chelios, um, you know, some really classic Blackhawks players. And I have some of their cards and autos. And so... Um, I That's think I need cool. to keep that going because the sentimental pull, like you said, is is big, big, big. I, I like decided, that. So. I like that a lot. Um, and then uh, tier three, Bulls, Bears, and White Sox, Goats. I know that's uh, that makes know, sense. That's for pretty you. broad. You're a Chicago guy. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of like really bad Bears players over the years. A lot of really bad Bulls players. A lot of really bad White Sox teams and players too. So, Goats. <laughs> it's only that a was a natural players. smooth transition there tim i completely agree there's only a couple good players but you know for the white Sox, for example i've got like timmy anderson i'm you know i still got my Luis roberts i don't know that he's a goat yet but you know he's a, a potential goat um you know this ozzy guillen robin ventura you know so frank thomas frank thomas yep so maybe he'll make his way He's uh, dedicated to tier two. That oh, is my entire tier oh. two is Frank Thomas. I jumped the gun. I apologize. Yeah, no, that's okay. That was a good segue. Uh, Reading's Thomas. not my thing for those of well, everyone out there. To be fair, I added this last night. So Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but Frank Thomas, yeah. So um, I found this list of uh, Frank Thomas uh, key cards. And so I've been gradually chipping away at that. And I uh, just need to keep going. So uh, the pinnacle of that list would be the no name on front, you know. Um, oh, in a high grade, oh, that, yes. that that would be one of the grail cards, right? And so. you will get one one day. I will. You've talked about that card from really since day one. Yep. yep. That's been on your list. So I have no doubt that that's something you'll obtain. Well, right, because I actually owned one that was just authentic with an autograph on it. And uh, it kind of irked me because that card doesn't need an autograph on it as cool as it was. you know. So I let that one go with the plan of you know picking up like a PSA 6, 7, 8, something like that. And I think that'll mean more to me because that's just such an iconic card. It doesn't need ink on it. There's plenty of like thousands and millions of other Frank Thomas autos that I can get. So Right, right. So that's the goal. And then at the top, uh, just like you picked Peyton, um, there's no tarnishing Jordan's legacy at this point unless he no. does something really, really dumb. So... Right. There you go. Um, I think that's just going to be uh, what I go with. Um, I've got this stack of cards in front of me. Um, the PSA registry that's got all the Jordan uh, key cards on it. I've been chipping away at it. You know, for example, we got the 1995 Stadium Club, um, 89 Fleer, um, 90 Skybox, uh, 91 Fleer. Um, some really just really classic recognizable cards and um, there's just uh, there's a nice set with that PSA set registry and is that yeah. where you're going with the with the top tier or is it just Jordan in general just Jordan yeah just Jordan in general but I think I'm going to start with that set knock out the basics and uh, go from there you know I mean I think you just got to have the fundamentals like really solid in your collection and uh, I think this will do it right I think that'll fit the need um, you'll look at all these cars and instantly have like that 90s 80s nostalgia right um, and then I can augment that or flesh it out with some of those like cool chase cars that, you know, an auto or, you know, uh, his nice grade rookie cards and the stickers and all that. So. And 
And for those people out there who may not know, you simply went to the PSA registry website and searched for Jordan as a player and a list of every single one of his cards came up that is on that registry, correct? Exactly. Super fun way to collect. Yeah, exactly. So I think that'll be a good goal. Um, That gives me a lot of things to chase. And um, yeah, it's going to be nonstop fun. So you went to the city you were born, sentimental value, lots of sentimental value for you. Huge, yep. Um, Goats, Hall of Famers. Tim, I don't know who you are, but I love it. (laughs) I absolutely love it. Collecting Tim. All right, very good. We got anything else to add? I think that's it, man. Do we still have on this uh, old dusty soundboard here, do we have some outro music? I believe so. Can you find it? I think so. Can I pad until you find it? Uh, Let's hope so. Oh, you did. Yeah, there we go. It's been a while. (laughs) Well, well, for Tim, I'm Chad. Yep. The Esquire's out there somewhere. Somewhere. Thanks for listening. Well, Tim. Yeah, man. There we go. Another 134 episodes for season two. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Um, Next week's show, should we talk about that?